BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. If you want a nice getaway this fall or winter or any time of the year, Newport Beach is for you guys, okay? There's so much to do in Newport Beach. It's so beautiful. The weather is top-notch pretty much year-round. And you can just get whatever you're looking for. If you're looking for good food, relaxing time, the beach, the ocean, relaxation, or you want to party, whatever it is that, you know, tickles your fancy, Newport Beach has got it for you. So now you can hold a platinum level status with a lifetime membership to the Newport Beach Vacation Club. The Newport Beach Vacation Club gives its members access to luxury perks, curated offers, signature events, and so much more. You can also elevate your Newport Beach Vacation Club experience with their exclusive line of merch. Newport Beach The Label Collection offers luxuriously soft sweatshirts, stylish tees, versatile caps, and a spacious vacation tote, all designed to enhance your seaside escapades in Newport Beach. So you can use our code what we said to get 15% off your first order. The Newport Beach Vacation Club is now taking applicants, and the good news is every member is accepted. This is the most inclusive vacation club in Southern California and gives members access to perks and exclusive offers curated just for you. Newport Beach is the perfect place to have a vacation. There are so many things to do, eat, and experience. So visit NewportBeachVacationClub.com for more information on how to join and visit NewportBeachTheLabel.com to purchase the items from the collection. We love Newport at the What We Said podcast, and you guys should definitely check it out, especially if you're looking for somewhere to visit this fall or winter season. Hello, and welcome back to the What We Said podcast. How's it going? We're really trying to pep up our, (laughs) we're trying to put a pep in our step right now and get, get hyped, get energized for y'all. For the Valley Girls. I had to get all my yawns out before because daylight savings happened and it makes the day seem so long. It makes it seem like it's just dragging on. That's what it is, isn't it? Like, I just feel when it hits five o'clock, it feels 8 p.m. Yeah. And it just, yeah, it makes it feel way too long. Yeah, it's crazy. It just keeps dragging and dragging. Speaking of things I don't understand. Daylight savings? Yep. Daylight savings, why? Still? Add me to the list. I first wanted to say thank you guys so much for all the love on our new cover. I know, you guys. I genuinely You're obsessed with that. <laughs> I was genuinely not expecting, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I was not expecting such a just positive response. I think it's like we've kind of held on to it. We've had it shot for probably a month. Mm-hmm. And I'm the one who was like editing it and stuff. And so I feel like I've looked at it so many times. You know, when you start to look at something for so long, you almost start to like second guess it or be like, is this even like the first I know, time I it doesn't saw look it. like me. I'm like, who is that? No, same. So I feel like just after looking at it for so long, I was like, oh, I hope it's good. Like, 
<laughs> initially, I, I, I mean, I still, I, I'm obsessed with it. I love it. But I was like, I hope that it's like cute. And I don't know. It's so funny because when we took a ton of photos, a lot of them were very similar, you know, uh, framing and everything. But uh-huh. we took tons of photos, obviously. And JC just sent me like a preview because she was about to edit all of them. And she was like, okay, like here's an example of one of them. She just sent me like a really rough draft. She just picked one random photo. And then I came over later and we were looking through all the photos to like nail down the one photo. And the photo we ended up choosing was the one you had sent me. Initially. Initially. Because obviously it just caught your eye. Yeah. It just proved that it was like just the one. The one. Yeah. And it very obviously was the one. <laughs> yeah. Like at We got a certain down point. to the bottom three and I don't even think we realized until the end. I was like, wait, that's the one that you sent me, I think. And yeah. it was the exact same photo. Yeah. So crazy. Out of literally hundreds of photos. Yeah, it it's turned out fun. Someone messaged and they were like, it is so nice of you to hold the microphone to for Chelsea's baby. <laughs> and I'm literally holding it right at your stomach. Doing a, an ultrasound. Literally. <laughs> I was like, that is actually hilarious. That is so funny. <laughs> like, the mic is like on your belly button. <laughs> I'm dead. <Nice. laughs> anyway, we need to talk about something that happened, Chelsea, to yeah. us that we have not discussed. What? I know I'm we're... Scared. I know that Halloween was a while ago and like we're over it it's not really about mm-hmm. necessarily halloween but oh Leif and i went trick-or-treating with mm-hmm. chelsea and nick and case and abby we were just walking around our neighborhood since we're neighbors now which by the way you guys is everything we thought it would yeah. be and is yeah. literally so fun i'm, I'm s- so sad that you're gonna move soon. i'm gonna be so sad when i, I move i'll have to find a house next to you like why I is move it in six months <laughs> <laughs> why is it so actually genuinely like the best thing convenient. ever so, so convenient nice. You know. We see each other so much too. Yeah. Anyway, so we were walking in our neighborhood, trick-or-treating, and we're walking. I don't even know how to explain this yeah. situation, but it was so jarring. So spooky. So actually spooky. It was Halloween night. We're walking. Okay. We're just, it's like dusk. Yeah. I was going to say it's a little earlier than most trick-or-treaters go out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we're walking and we just hear slash see a woman in a massive car, like yeah, a huge like a Ford F one fifty, like just huge car, ram into a pole, basically like an electrical pole, like probably ten feet in front of us. Yeah, like get into a major car accident. We were basically. walking up to the corner of a sidewalk. Let's just say that, and we were halfway to the corner, and she ran up the corner onto the curb onto the pole. We would have been walking there. In that in that exact place, probably in ten seconds 10 later. Seconds, yeah, literally rammed into it, and we were all just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, this is shocking. And so we kind of walked over, and <clears throat> there was a girl that was closer to us, a lady, and she like immediately went to see if the woman was okay. And basically, I think she had passed out. Yeah, she was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, I'm not feeling well. And the lady was like being super sweet with her, and was like, "You didn't hit anybody. You just hit a pole. Like, no one's hurt. You're okay. Like, let's call nine one one." Whatever. Which she was didn't so hit sad. it super fast. It wasn't like she was speeding. It was kind of like... She was probably going like 30 though. Yeah. Or like 25 at least. Yeah. But we were just talking about how... Like obviously, thank goodness, we... Specifically, we weren't there yeah. 10 seconds later. Because that would have been so scary. And like could have been obviously like horrible. But also, we were just talking about how this is like the scariest night for that to happen, like on Halloween mm-hmm. where there's so many kids out there. There were a bunch of kids on that there street. There were tons of kids just like running around and just the fact that she like passed out and just like yeah. rammed into this pole lost was control. just lost control of the vehicle was like 
so jarring and it like shook me up just for a while. I was like, wait, that was, it's like one of those things where it's like, you're just so happy you weren't literally 10 feet in front of where you were because it could have been. Those things are so freaky because you just think it takes you a while to shake off the feeling that it didn't happen. You have to like convince yourself that it didn't happen, but you're almost like thinking of this alternate reality in which it would have happened. And you have to get over that. It's such a weird feeling. It's so weird. Anyway, so that was just really a really crazy thing. And luckily, again, she was okay. Yeah. Her car was honestly okay too because it was like huge. And no kids no were kids hurt. No kids were hurt. No one was hurt. And like, I think that she was able to... I think she I, said she was diabetic. Yeah. Or something. I think she like fainted. But anyway, everything was fine. But we were like, oh, wow, that was quite the incident to start yeah. off our trick-or-treating. Like, it was really crazy. No, actually. definitely. But Yeah. We didn't mention that on the podcast. I was like, that I was forgot kind of about like that. a crazy situation. I blocked it out of my mind. Yeah. Yeah, that was insane. I have to say something really quick because no one's going to care. So you can just fast forward a little bit. But I haven't talked about it in a while. So I feel like it's time. Attack on Titan. The final, final episode. Okay. This is my favorite anime. If you don't like anime, I don't care. This isn't your podcast. It's fine. <laughs> so just listen to me for two seconds. The final episode came out. Okay, this has been, I think there's four seasons, but like the longest four seasons of your entire life. It is such a good show. Literally everyone I swear needs to watch it. Even if you're not into anime, even even if you think anime is stupid or you don't like it and you think it's weird, it's not. Okay, give it a chance. Especially this show. It's so good. And yeah, the final episode just came out, which has been, we've been waiting for years. This like ending to the show. And if you don't want spoilers, fast forward 10 seconds, but the ending of the show, I watched it last night and this was after I was doing all this research on like the stock market and our (laughs) national debt. And just like, I felt like my brain was just on overload of taking in information. The, The, it was like an hour and a half long episode and it was so emotionally exhausting and so philosophical, literally covered war why we are in war, both sides of war. It covered the meaning of life. Quite literally, I was sobbing. It was covering the meaning of life. And then the ultimate like acts of love and friendship. And I was so just like up and down emotionally. I had to text Abby afterwards. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was a roller coaster. And she was like, I know. Just so good. So if you, um, Maybe your boyfriend watches anime or your friend and they've been trying to get you. This is your sign to watch Attack on Titan. Start from the beginning. It's such a good show. Just give it a chance and it will literally change your life. It made me have like... um, Realizations? Yes. Literally my new religion, Attack on (laughs) Titan. (laughs) Just kidding. But it was literally so just... And that's the ending of the show and that's all it will ever be. Yeah. Wow. That's all it will ever be. It was like a very sad... But realistic ending. Wow. Yeah, it's done. It's over. Thank you for sharing yeah. your truth. The mm-hmm. class. You're welcome. How many how many seasons? Four? Yeah, four. But they're like so long. 60 episodes or something. Okay. So it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. You guys, Thanksgiving is almost here. I am going to be hosting a Friendsgiving very soon. Stay tuned on social media for some photos or videos. I'm sure that we'll post some. Um, but you can get all the kitchen gear you need to tackle everything from roasting the perfect turkey to baking pumpkin pie, home decor for those ultimate holiday vibes like they got candles, leafy patterns, cozy knit throws, and more at Macy's. I was actually 
looking up some table runners. I wanted like a gingham table runner for this Friendsgiving. And I'm trying to be prepared and have everything in advance. And I Googled gingham table runner. And one of the first ones to pop up was from Macy's. And it was super cute, just in this like tannish brown and cream color. And it was absolutely perfect. They literally have so much stuff at Macy's, whether it's like actual cooking utensils, hosting things, or like I mentioned, decor for just your house in general or for a party or whatever you're doing. And if you're in our, your cooking era, just know that you can find those random things that you need for those random recipes that you try. You know, you're halfway through the recipe, you have all the ingredients out and it's like, oh, you need this certain spatula or you need this certain kind of food processor, whatever it is. Macy's got it handled. And plus, if you order with same day delivery powered by DoorDash, or you can pick it up in the store or use curbside pickup if you want it quick and you need it in a pinch. Head on over to Macy's.com to get all of your needs met. Macy's has everything, you guys. I'm not kidding. If you need something, search it on Macy's and they will have it and they'll have a cute one. Go check it out. This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. This is one of my favorite sponsors that we have on the podcast and a very full circle moment because I've used Squarespace for every website or business venture pretty much ever that I've created in my, the past decade of my career. That is what I used to sell my presets, sell basically anything online. And they just have so many awesome templates to make websites beautiful and look really professional, but you don't really have to know a lot, which is amazing. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time. All in one place, all on your own terms. They have so many different features that just make it so, so easy to create a stunning website. They have like an asset library that allows you to upload, organize, and access all your content from one place and stay really organized. And just have like all your files from one central hub so you can use them across the Squarespace platform, which is awesome. If you're starting a small business or you're wanting to start a business venture, it can be so overwhelming and Squarespace really makes it super easy so that it's not a huge obstacle to try and get your products out there or your business, whatever it is. And it makes it very beautiful, which is very motivating to keep going and to uh, push forward in whatever venture you are pursuing. They have an online store so you can sell your products. You can also push email campaigns so you can collect your customers' emails and send them like a newsletter or just regular email updates. Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash what we said to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We will link it in the description. Go check it out. I have been watching Special Forces. Oh yeah. I'm Me like too. one episode behind, but I have two things to say. Number one, Tyler Cameron <laughs> is so daddy. Like, I cannot. I this will man say. never disappoints me. But I will say, we're all human, Tyler. But you vomiting and them showing it was a little over the top for me. That was crazy. Specifically, me being so sick and like on the verge of throwing up anyways all the time. The fact, they're like, stand up with me. And his vomit was so projectile, shooting straight forward. And he just took it like a man. I'm like, I can't though. That was too crazy. That was crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I had to bring this up because the dichotomy of him mm -hmm. and Tom Sandoval is really doing Tom dirty. It's so evident. Not that like they need to be compared, but 
Tom Sandoval. You know he went on this show to help his image. That's the reason yeah. he's on Special Forces is to show like, and he's been saying like, oh, I want to punish myself. I'm like here to whatever. No. He has proven to be so unlikable. Like, I, I don't understand how someone can just somehow get it's it not hum- so wrong so many times. Somehow it's not humbling him. It's not humbling him at all. And he still doesn't understand like the gravity of what he did, why it was bad. <laughs> like, even just when he's like talking to the guards or the people or whatever, yeah. and he's talking, I'm like, dude, you sound so like, if Snarky you- Snarky Yes. Like, just being like, I don't know why it was such a big deal. I just had an affair. It's like, why don't you just own the F out of it? Mm-hmm. We would all respect you a lot more if you just owned it completely and didn't give a single excuse and was like, I don't know, just his demeanor. I'm like, you are becoming more and more unlikable and literally a beta male. The more no, I watch you, I, I don't like you at all. I fear it's boosting his ego. <laughs> I fear the same. he's actually kind of doing good too. Like in some of the challenges, he actually gets right and he, he kind of comes off like, guys, they told you to do this. Why don't you just do it? It's oh, like, I need you to fail immediately. Yeah. He's like, they were so clear with the instructions. Wait, so you didn't see this Eight. recent one where they're like on the wire? No, I haven't seen that one yet. Well, I mean, there's really not much to spoil, but he does oh, great. good. Like only two people did good. He's okay. And it's like, come on. Now all he's just has this like superiority complex where he's like, I'm doing good. Like, this isn't that hard. Ew, ew. Oh my gosh. Get him out of He's here. He's bothering me so much. I'm like, wait, how can one person be this annoying? Like, I, I it's really It's giving fifth grader energy, honestly. Like, when he does good, it's so not humble. It's like, no. oh yeah, I just did what they said. It wasn't that hard. Like, come on, you guys. <laughs> no. Get up. Why does that literally sound like him? <laughs> I'm so bugged by him. I'm like, wait, we don't, also, I think, the other I'm like I'm so judgmental watching that show oh same I couldn't do any of it but the con- you know you know who I would be Black China. she was like um <laughs> my knee my knee I'm like that would be me I would be like finding every reason why yeah I couldn't be there oh 100% um, but I think also the contrast of a lot of them having like just these really powerful stories of like who they are or yes. they've like lost people in their lives and like gone through a lot in their life and they're like I'm here to just like I know I can put my mind to anything and it's just like it really draws you to them. And then I think with his storyline being like, what? I had an affair. It's like, I don't feel bad for you. Yes. I don't feel bad for you and I don't like you. And when they go into talk also, what are they? DS? I think DS, yeah. Speaking of daddy. (laughs) Speaking of daddy. I, Foxy, I need, I need a full show of Foxy. (laughs) Wait, I don't know which one's Foxy. He's, I don't even know how to describe him. He's not the main scary British one. Okay. And he's not, he has like a a beard. He's like kind of like one of the nicer ones almost. He I looks like an actor. About. I think I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. Actually. He's a little older, I feel like. I love that man. But um, when they go talk to them, you know, they bring, if you've never seen the show, they'll like bring in each contestant or each person. I don't even know what to call them. Not contestant, but person on the show, recruit, recruit, whatever. And they come in and they're like, hey, you're struggling. We see what's up. And they'll kind of like, be like nicer dig to deeper. Them. Yeah. And, and have them explain and like open up and kind of break them down. And most of the time when they go talk to them, it makes you like the person more. It's like, literally every oh. time I'm like crying and I'm like, oh, I like, yeah, because they'll be kind of having attitude that day. And then they go and they're like, oh, I'm just struggling with this. Like this actually was really hard for me. And they, you can tell they're just like opening up and they're also making these realizations. 
Tom seems scripted. It's like, yes. that's what he knew he was going to say. Like, he's already crying one second. They're like, what's up? He's like, I had an affair. And the whole world, like these comments were just like, like, whatever. It just seemed silly. Again, in contrast to everyone else being like, oh, I lost this person in my yeah. life. And like, it was really hard. I, you know, I went through this. I went through that. And he's like, like they literally made merch. They made it two hundred thousand dollars worth of merch. I'm like, wait, this sounds like fake. It's like an affair on CNN. <laughs> you had the affair. Yeah. It didn't happen to you. No, exactly. You had the affair. Like you were the cause of all of it. And it's and it's so not crazy. again. We don't feel bad for you. Own it. Mm-hmm. Own it completely. One hundred percent. Maybe say like I made the worst mistake of my life. I regret it every day. Yes. Like I can't believe I did that. I'm so ashamed. Like. Uh, that would make you more likable. Yeah. But when you're literally just like- Playing the victim playing so Playing the victim hard. still, it's like you're choking, right? No. It's crazy. It's so He's got bad. to go. Anyway. It's so bad. I mean, yeah. I, I really felt like, I think that his PR team thought this would be a good idea. And I'm like, unfortunately- Everything he's done. You're going further and further away from the plot, I'm sure. They're like, <laughs> yeah. okay, there's no saving you. No, I know. Like, you really are just like, I don't know. I don't want to overuse the, overuse the word narcissistic, but it's like, Kinda. you're just not really getting it. Like, yeah, no humility. No self-awareness. No self-awareness. Insane. I know. My last update I wanted to say is that I finished Britney Spears' book. Oh, yeah. Give us a And window. it was really good. It's really sad, honestly. Just so, ugh, so heartbreaking what she's been through in her life. And I feel like, there definitely are some like bombs, I guess, that are dropped that are, but I feel like they've been kind of like already in the media yeah. or in the news. But it really is interesting to just like read full blown, like her experiences of just being put in this conservatorship mm-hmm. and being taken to these like facilities and these treatment centers when she's like, I literally did not need to go there. And like being taken away from her kids. That's it's so really, sad. really sad. And just like, how her family has essentially treated her like she's just money, like for, because they were very poor before. Yeah. So, and they like struggled a lot. And so then when she started making money, she like bought them a house and like started doing all this stuff for them. And like, they just saw, like, she's like, they literally had like money in their like eyes being oh. like, like we can get so much more from her. And yeah, it's just so sad seeing the way that they like took advantage of her basically. And would like, just constantly like when she was in her conservatorship and she was quote unquote like the reason she was in the conservatorship is because she was unfit apparently to be handling all of her finances to be handling her life to be doing anything yet they were making her go on tours and doing hundreds of shows yeah. so she was like so sad. being so overworked and she's like I I wanted to switch things up and be like can I do a different song? Can I, can we do this? Like, can we switch up the dances? Cause like, it's getting so monotonous. And she's like, they just had full control over me and like, just completely crushed my spirit. Like they wouldn't let me do anything that I wanted to do. They wouldn't let me, like, I would be like, oh, I want to surprise my fans and do this. And they'd be like, no, like, she's like, they were just so specific and they completely just took away every ounce of like freedom and creativity that I had to the point where, I don't know. And, and she just talks about earlier on in her career too, For the conservatorship, like she was already getting really controlled and she was struggling, but her family was making it so much worse. And she was saying like the paparazzi would just follow her everywhere and they would like her family and her ex-husband were taking her kids away from her. And she was like, I don't know, there's a few, I don't want to say iconic. What's the, another word, like very recognizable, recognizable moments, like when she shaved her head and Mm -hmm. she was saying that 
she just had hit a breaking point at that point and was just like, everyone had just always like sexualized me and photographed me and constantly were talking about me and my body and my looks and my whatever. And she's like, I just had this breaking moment where I was like, okay, you want something to talk about? Like, I'll give you something to talk about. And she just shaved her head and she's like, wow. yeah, I don't care if I'm not pretty. Like, F you. I don't care if you don't like my hair. I don't care if I've gained weight. Like, I yeah. just want to show you that I literally uh, I cry don't. My eyes out. Yeah. She's like, I literally do not care. And that's why, like, she shaved her head. Mm -hmm. But then that only further was like, you're, you know, it was like, you're crazy. crazy. You need to be into a facility anyway. So it just like, it was bad thing after bad thing that just like led her down this path. And anyway… She, like people drove her literally to madness. Yes. And she was saying like there's specific moments too when she like locked herself. I forget where she locked herself with one of her sons, but it was because they were like threatening to take him away. And she's like, yeah. I literally just wanted like five more minutes with them. So I just like mm. locked myself in the room and just like held him because the, I knew he was going to get ripped away from me. The paparazzi pictures that make me so sad are the ones where she's like walking with her son when he's like maybe, maybe a baby, but not like a baby baby, maybe like a year old. And like she trips and it like kind of looks like she's going to drop him. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's like a picture and they're like, she's such a bad mom. But then like there's pictures of her five seconds later, like in the restaurant and she's just crying and she's holding her baby. It yeah. makes me want to cry my eyes out. I know, it's so sad. she's just like so overwhelmed because there's just like so much paparazzi out there. And then she probably does feel kind of like a bad mom because she did trip and like mm -hmm. almost dropped him and was just probably freaking out oh it's so it's sad so sad and just had so much i'm depressed now trauma like you know growing up in that way with all the fame and just the way that even i feel the way that the media treated women back then was even way worse and the contrast of the treatment she got versus justin timberlake got like after their breakup and mm. stuff she was just so basically villainized and in reality like he had cheated on her. He had done a lot of like this stuff, but she was the villain in the story and it was constantly all about, I don't know. Yeah, she just talks about how there was like one performance where she got off the stage and was like sobbing and like Justin was having the best night of his life and just Bye. like after one of their break breakups or something, their public breakup and he was singing a song about her that was like Crimea one of River. his top, yeah, like one of his top hits and she's like, I was just like sobbing backstage. Like this is my life. It's just so sad. And uh, it's at the end, she was saying how like she's free from her conservatorship now. And she was saying some people think what I do on Instagram is odd, but I just like to play dress up and just do what I want and whatever. And I don't know. I'm so torn of just like, because some people are saying that they don't think that the book is all her. Like they're like, oh yeah, she's fine now. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, she wrote Sheesh. it. I don't know because it is hard because some of her posts are very cryptic. Just not even cryptic, just like troublesome. It's like, mm. okay, what are we? Or just they're very hard to understand, frankly. It's like, what's going on here? And it's like, is it just her artistic mind? Is she just trying to have fun and like be free? Or is there some? I don't know. It's it's hard to know. But the book was really good. I, I really highly recommend it. Like I was very entertained and or, you know, into it the whole time. So mm -hmm. I thought it was great. And it just really did make me feel so bad for her. Just she's had a really intense life. That's so depressing. I know. Wow. It really is. Hmm. Well, I don't even want to talk about what I was going to talk about next. What? Is it happy? <laughs> so sad. No, it's meaningless. Oh. I was just going to say I went vintage shop shopping. Okay. We can, we I can. thrift shopping the other day. Like took kind of a day trip to like a couple neighboring towns or whatever to go look at some like bigger shops and like just hit a few good places. Places. And 
at first I invited like girls, like my girlfriends, aka you, Abby, Danny. Like I was just like, hey, does anyone want to go with me? And no one could. And then Nick actually found out that before you guys even said that you couldn't go, he was like, wait, why can't I go? I want to go. Like I'm offended. Like, why didn't you ask me to go with you? And I was like, I would love for you to come with me. I just didn't think you'd be down. And just so you know, I'm like planning on doing this thing. Taking your time. Yeah, this isn't just going to be like an hour long thing. And he was like, no, I'm excited. I was like, okay, cool, fun. Like, let's go. And so uh, we went and I will never be taking that man with me again (laughs) because I posted on my Instagram story that like this painting that I saw and it was so cute. And I was like, Nick convinced me not, he talked me out of getting this, but now I'm regretting it now that I'm home. And people are like, go back and get it. I'm like, it's so far. I can't just go back and get it. Yeah. And also so many people are like, never bring your husband. Like they always so talk real. you out of it. The reason I was excited, at, Nick likes thrift shopping. He likes vintage shopping. He has a good eyes, but we were looking for like home stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it is nice for him to be there because I feel like, number one, he talks me out of stuff that I don't need sometimes where I'm like, oh, 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 like this. And he's like, uh, I don't think like that's really going to work or whatever. But I realized the cost was too much. Like the cost of what I lost pretty much was too much. I'd rather have gotten like one extra thing that I didn't need than walked away lose with- out on some things that he was like, eh, no, I don't think so. And it's not even that he's like, don't get that. You shouldn't get that. It's more like if he kind of has like an iffy, like, eh, like I'm like, a reaction. Yeah. yeah and like, he's eh. like, eh, then I'm like, oh, okay, maybe it's not that cool. Versus when you're with your girlfriends, they're like, yeah, that's iconic. Yes. You have to get it. You know when you're supposed to they get it. They egg something. you on. Yeah, exactly which I love. And so we did get a lot of good stuff. Like actually a lot of clothes and some like other paintings that were really cute, but I will be learning my lesson. And if I wanted to go with an open mind, because I was going, I'm like, I'm open to getting anything. It's always a regret. You know what? Is that for the most part, I feel like they will just mold to what you get. Like, I make the mistake of asking Leif's opinion on everything. Even with our house stuff recently, I've been like, (laughs) oh, do you like these floors? Do you like this? And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And I feel the same. If he's less than enthusiastic, I'm like, oh, great. You don't like him. And he's like, no, I literally just don't know. Yeah. And I've realized I'm like, if I just pick something and go with it, you mold to be like, oh, that's awesome. That's yes. great. You just got to have confidence and, and and convince them and convince them that it's good. It's true. Whenever I never I, ask, I brought home this really cool bench from this one like consignment shop and I loved it. And I was so confident about it. And I brought it in. I was like, Nick, come see this sick bench that I got. Like, you're going to love it. And then he came out. He's like, that's awesome. And then I was thinking about it. I'm like, that is the only reason you liked it is because yeah. I was so like, this is sick. I'm telling you, this mm-hmm. is cool. And then they come out, they're like, yeah, it is cool. But so if true. You're, if you're iffy, they're like, oh yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Gotta yeah. be confident about Real. it. Real. I'm excited to see what you got. Yeah. It's some. I actually got more clothes, I feel like, than anything else, which really? I did not need at all. Nice. Yeah. But got some pictures. Got a picture of a fish. Got Slay. a pot. Got a bunch of little trinkets. Nice. Nick was like, oh, the trinkets are too much. Like, what do you need? <laughs> They'll come in handy. He saw like a little, I got a couple little vases or like just little, I don't know, pottery things. He's like, oh, Chelsea, we don't need those. Like, what is all of that stuff? It's like tinkering around in my cart. <laughs> I'm like, you know just what? trust me. Leif and I were just, actually, Tate, my brother-in-law, sent me a video, this old video the other day. And it was from when... I don't know, maybe we first moved into our house or something, but it was basically when we didn't have things on the wall. We didn't Mm. have any like paintings on our wall above our couch. Oh yeah. And I was stunned. I'm like, wait, not that I, I feel like for the past few years I've been, I I leaned into like the minimalism trend, I guess, but my front room now is like very much decorated. Yeah. And I was just realizing how cozy it makes things when there's like 
trinkets, like when there's yes. vases and candles and prints on the wall, specifically prints on the wall. Literally seeing that photo or video of my house before, I'm like, it looks like no one lives there. Yeah. It literally looks so sterile, like, and not homey at all. And now that I have like a lot of stuff in there, which before I might have been like, oh, that's unnecessary. Like, yeah. honestly, the more stuff I add, the better it looks. What I feel the same way. Like a throw blanket, another pillow. Like it just, it adds to it so yeah. much. A vase, something mm-hmm. like multiple, yeah, pieces of art on the wall, I know. And I will say, I think that painting, just so, just to put everyone at ease, that vintage shop that I went to, you know how a lot of like consignment stores or thrift shops that are really big, sometimes they sneak in things that are not like vintage. Not vintage yeah, yeah, it's like a shop that will like collect vintage, but then half of it's like, they made it, mm-hmm. the candles or something. I think now that I am like looking at that and maybe I'll like look at the store that I was at and see, I want to say it wasn't actually a vintage painting because mm-hmm. the frame was a little too perfect and the the it was a little too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so maybe you didn't miss out on so an maybe actual. I didn't miss out. Maybe I could order it, honestly. True. It didn't look like, oh, this is a one of a kind. Mm-hmm. Like I, I swear I've seen things like that on Pinterest. So we'll see. But it was really cute. And I could have had it right then in my hands. I know. That's the worst part about, well, it's the best part of vintage shopping is like literally going home with it in your hands. But it's the worst part of when you leave something behind, you're like, I could have just solved the problem. Also, when you're like, you go home and you still don't have the art, you're like, bye. Exactly. I still don't have anything to fill this space. I know. Exactly. Well, now that we've been talking for a really long time, we're going to get into things we don't understand. Now we do though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's putting it. Here's the thing. Doing this research, Chelsea and I decided to pick a few things we don't understand. Examples, gravity, Wi-Fi, you know, things like that, that we're just like, what's, what, what is that? What's going on? And research it a little bit so that we do understand it so that we don't come to you guys and just be like, here's things you don't understand and list them off. And it's like, you know, we don't ever make progress on it. So we each picked a few things and we researched them so that we could understand them further. And teach you. Now, what did this do? This made me feel like the dumbest person on planet Earth because I'll get into it later when I start talking about my stuff. Well, you probably learned what I learned and that's that things are actually way more simple than you think they are. Is no. that? Oh. I learned the opposite. Oh. <laughs> like, I, I literally couldn't understand any of it. I'm like, wait, this is, this was a fruitless endeavor. Like, yes and no. Like, that's kind of, I was thinking, okay, the things at least that I was looking at when I, I was watching videos, reading stuff about it. And some of them that broke it down, really, literally like four dummies, like the stock market, four dummies. When they broke it down, I was like, oh, if you just like put a little effort into like kind of seeing what it is, it makes sense. Guys are not as smart as they want you to think they are. That's what I was thinking mostly because a lot of stuff I did is like guy stuff. Like I did coding, the stock market, like things like that. Where it's like, guys, careful. Well, I'm saying like, <laughs> it's a joke where it's yeah, like, yeah. I'm just a girl. I can't understand that. Just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, oh, they've been gatekeeping, being like, let us do the stock market. And it's actually simpler than we think. And it's at its core simpler than you think. Okay, ladies. Did you know women were excluded from clinical research policy by federal law until 1993? That is insane. That was just a few years before Chelsea and I were born. And women belong in scientific research, obviously. They're essential, and Ritual knows that. They conducted a university-led clinical trial for their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin to assess its efficacy 
The results were that it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. I went to a doctor like four or five years ago and to get like all my just levels tested. And the thing that I was deficient in was vitamin D. And the doctor was saying that like pretty much most people are. And Ritual is just a great company. This is a great vitamin and just like step to add into your routine for every morning or whatever, whenever you want to take it. That can just, that can help you get all the essential nutrients that you need as a woman. And Ritual's multivitamin is made with high quality and traceable key nutrients in clean bioavailable forms, which is very important. With nine key nutrients in two capsules per day, their unique beadlet and oil capsule technology is even patented and it smells great when you open it. It has this nice fresh scent, which can make taking your daily pills or your supplements much more enjoyable. Essential for Women 18 Plus is one of the few women's multis that's USP verified, meaning what's on the label is what's in the formula. It's soy-free, gluten-free, vegan-friendly, and formulated without GMOs. Ritual is all about hot data and stone-cold facts. Get to know your nutrients on a deeper level with 30% off during your first month. Visit ritual.com slash what we said to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. Hold on. I want to talk about something, but I'm afraid we'll talk about it for too long. Whatever. It's our podcast. We make the rules. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen the discourse going around about Emma Chamberlain and how they're like, she just is like, her podcast is... Mm -hmm. I've seen that. Basically, like, she needs to go to college. Yeah. People, here's what I have to say. People switch up so fast. fast, And this is what this has taught, this is what this discourse has taught me more than anything. I saw a whole wave of videos on my free page. Emma Chamberlain is trying to be all philosophical but she, like, it's it's the most basic thoughts. Like, she, the things she verbalizes are things I that I— I thought I've, of that in third grade. Yeah, I thought of that when I was 10 years old. Like, you're not, she's not, whatever. This, this, and this. I saw a whole wave of videos like that. Then I saw the opposite. Like, the pendulum always swings. Now, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And this is what we should learn from the internet, is that the pendulum always freaking swings. Yeah. And then it swung to being like, okay, did you guys really think you were getting a philosophical podcast from her? Like, she's just giving her, like, candid, casual thoughts. And also, you don't have to go, like they were saying, like, you need to go to college. Like, she needs to go to college to learn this stuff. And then people are like, you don't need to go to college to actually learn those things. Like, basically, the pendulum swung and people were like, why do you expect so Why much from like an so early 20-year-old who's just like literally chatting in bed about mm-hmm. whatever, but... Doing what you made her famous for doing. Yes. Which again, people are entitled to their opinions, 100%. Don't share them. <laughs> just <laughs> if they're not flattering, be quiet. <laughs> no, I was just like so interested in that because I'm like, everyone was going so hard being like, yeah, like she needs to stop and her podcast is this. And then I saw it flip the opposite way where everyone's like, basically loving her being yeah. like no Emma's whatever and I was just like wow the internet like it will just always be this way it's crazy pendulum always it's wild out there it's absolutely wild anyway Sheesh. what were your thoughts on the like Emma thing I had no thoughts oh, okay. honestly no I thoughts saw it lives. and I kind of thought the same thing where I was just like that's dumb that people are like expecting that of her yeah. she needs to go to college so that like what you want her to be a, your college professor like why, why are you listening to that I know just like appreciate people for what they are for you yeah. and move along. Like it's just having a conversation have a, with your friends. Why does like, she have to be a literal professor now to you? I want to listen to every conversation you have. And if you ever have a conversation that I think is kind of dumb, you, I'm going to tell you, Put you need to blast. go to college. You need to get educated. You're stupid. And 
It makes me so mad. <laughs> just like- No, I agree. Well, I, I think more, I know I keep saying this, but I think more than anything, it's just like, it's just crazy how fast people switch up and then switch in the opposite and then switch and switch. And it's like, it just teaches you, you can't take anything that people, like these takes that people have, it's like, they're literally going to last three days and TikTok. then it's going to be the opposite take. So just like, get used to that. We saw it, we see it with every saw single with thing. Saw with Hailey Bieber. That was what I was going to go to next. We saw it with <laughs> Hailey Bieber. Everyone literally, you're a mean girl. You copy Selena, like hate, hates her so much. Literally the next day, it's like, she's an icon. She's the fashion icon. Like she's she actually care. so sweet. She, and it's like, oh my gosh. You guys not understand like yeah. what you're doing. Just, it, I can't. It's so fast too because of TikTok. It happens so much faster. Literally with, I'm not the joking. The cycle one week, two seconds long. It's one week. Yeah. I know it's really crazy. Which is kind of comforting because if we ever, you know, if something bad ever happens, we get into a scandal. Well, we can be rest assured <laughs> one week from now, it will be fine. They'll like us again. Legitimately. I know. It's really crazy. It's insane. That was wild to me. Okay. Anyway, back to things we don't understand. Well, that's one thing I don't understand. The pendulum of TikTok <laughs> and people switching up so quick. Yeah. And when it's convenient, it's just like people love to be on like a side with people and be validated. And then someone else will start a new trend and it's like, then you rush to be on that. Yeah. Like just. Haven't you learned? Haven't you learned yet? Anyway. I know. Well, do you want to go first? <sighs> oh, sure. Why not? Break it down for us. Okay. We each prepared four things. So. I'm at least with for mine, I'm going to try and dumb it down as much as possible and just give you the, so that you can understand as much as I have. But I'm not going to literally give you a full dissertation. Number one, Bluetooth. How much, ask me how much I understand Bluetooth now that I've researched it. <laughs> how much? Less than before. <laughs> I'm not joking. Put a gun to my head. Tell my family I love them. I don't know what's happening with these <laughs> yeah. electromagnetic waves. This yeah, is insane. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let me start out simple. This is what I just, you know, I was like, what is Bluetooth? Like trying to just get the first thing. A Bluetooth device works by using radio waves instead of wires or cables to connect with your cell phone or your smartphone, your yeah. computer. Okay. Devices connected in a Bluetooth network communicate with each other using ultra high frequency radio waves. These are electromagnetic waves with frequencies around 2.4 gigahertz. Okay. I don't know what that means. 2.4 billion waves per second. These waves of different frequencies are used in microwave ovens, GPS systems, and many other devices. So this is like, I, I'm not joking. I could not understand. And Leif was also like watching this video with me and he just looked at me. He's like, what? I'm like, this is making me feel a lot better because I don't know what's going on. But basically they're saying, the, the example that they were trying to give, which was kind of effective, was like, our eyes can distinguish between different wavelengths of light. So colors and things like that's those are wavelengths of light. Mm -hmm. An example they used was a traffic light. So we know when we're approaching a traffic light, if it's a green light, that means go. Our brain understands how to like communicate the wavelengths mm -hmm. to our eyes, to our brain, whatever. We know if it's red, that means stop, right? And those are wavelengths of light. So the wavelengths that our electronic devices use for Bluetooth, though, are invisible to the human eye and can pass through walls. <laughs> it's similar to how, like, light can pass through glass, okay? <laughs> and the oh, like, is, oh, like that. Yeah, how light passes through glass. Okay, oh, now oh, I and don't it. worry. This is literally the last thing I have. Do you understand anything? <laughs> no. The waves travel outward in all directions like a sphere. 
That's all like I have. Like us fear? Yep, that's all I have. I don't understand it <laughs> at all. <laughs> okay, so I'll go into mine because mine's mine's a microwave and you okay. said it's kind of like that. Gorgeous. The one thing they said that kind of helped me because I was the same way. I was like, except for the microwave, it's you don't necessarily need to know how. If you could just ignore how electromagnetic waves work and you kind of just get to knowing the microwave, it's like, okay, I get how the microwave works. But then if you really, I was asking Nick, I'm like, a lot of these things, if you get to the bottom, that's what I don't understand. Like you're saying, like, what What do you mean the electromagnetic waves right. go out like a sphere? Yeah. I get, you know, the, whatever. Okay, anyways. So the example they use because a microwave uses something in between a radio wave and a, what was it? Electromagnetic? Maybe. It's literally called a microwave. <laughs> Please. <laughs> and okay. it's that, I didn't write down what what about like whatever hurts or whatever it was at, but. That's um, fine because I don't know what it means. A radio wave is similar to when you blow into an empty bottle and it has like a note. It like plays a note. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. So like if you like go, and it like uh -huh. has a certain note, that helps me visualize, like it was doing a visual, like that's kind of similar to what a, a wave is, a radio wave. Okay. Where it like kind of sends off that vibe. <laughs> so, okay. That vibe. That vibe. That's how you know. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Like, you know, those vibes that the radio waves. Okay, this is, I'll, I'll read this, what I have. A microwave is a food heating box. Okay, we all know that. It uses something like radio waves. Like I said, it's in the middle of a radio wave, an electromagnetic wave to heat food. This is what I learned about the microwave is it doesn't work as you maybe think it does or as I thought it worked. So the microwave takes the power from the wall. Okay. okay. From the outlet. Changes it to better power. Okay. <laughs> to make waves. And then the radio waves, like I said, they're similar to when you like blow into an empty bottle and it plays a note that it sends that through a hallway in the microwave. There's a little like hallway in the microwave into a metal spinner. So the waves are now taken from the, the outlet and the wall into the microwave. And now it's going into a metal spinner. And the metal spinner, like a fan, changes the shape of the waves somehow. <laughs> okay. So that the like heat? Yeah. So the metal spinner changes the shape of the waves. So the warm spots where the waves are, they move around a little. Okay. <laughs> in, the, in the box. Okay. So it's changing the shape of the waves so that it creates heat, basically. The radio waves heat the water inside of your food. That's how it works. The mm. water molecules. Okay. So like H2O has positive and negative molecules. Mm -hmm. And the waves change the polarity. So it kind of like pulls on either side and just kind of like moves it around a little bit. It agitates it, kind of like vibrating it so that I guess somehow makes the food warm because it's like vibrating, yeah. agitating. So then the molecules are, are moving super fast. So the molecule, your water molecules in your food are shaking, therefore heating it. And that's why you can get hot spots because some Waves are getting to certain areas. You know how sometimes if you don't stir, if the, if the food yeah, doesn't yeah. spin around, you can get like hot spots. That's why, because the water molecules in that area are moving. More concentrated or something? Yes. So that's why it spins so that it can catch mm. all of the different. There's just a bunch of waves going around in the, in the little box that are shaking the water molecules in your food. Okay. And that's basically it. Well, that made, I feel like that does make sense. Yeah. Even though it's a little bit hard to understand. I, I thought it was like, oh, it's just like really hot in there. Yeah. Not like just like shaking heat. the molecules. You yeah, know? that's interesting. I think for me, the disconnect with the Bluetooth, okay? No pun intended. 
for me is like, <laughs> it's so, all the words they were using were, first of all, I, I watched multiple different YouTube videos yeah. too to like try and understand. But they'd be like, the 2.4 gigahertz with the seismic electronic yeah. waves that are invisible and you can't, it, there was like no like, real explanation for like, I genuinely just like could not figure out what they were really saying. But I think the takeaway just to round this all out was like the electromagnetic waves that are being sent like are just how we interpret light in our eyes. Like we mm -hmm. also interpret sound with our ears and it's the same type of things. It's wave wavelengths yeah. that are just traveling. But so instead of chords, it uses wavelengths. Yes. Okay. But it's like, that's just a very hard concept to grasp yes. in general. No, so 100%. anyway, that's what There's I was that. thinking about. I mean, when I get into coding as well, like what is coding? Oh, the, the top layers of it, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. But then when it gets into how does the computer know? Yeah. How, what do you mean? I know. What do you mean? What do you mean it knows how to do that? I don't get it. Okay. Well, the next one is cruise ships. For oh, me. yeah. I can't wait for this. And I looked up a few, a few facts about cruise ships that we can start out with just, just in general to kind of, you know ease us into to how they're floating on the surface of the ocean. So, so huge an too. average cruise ship weighs 200,000 gross tons. That's huge. Which is like the volume of all the spaces of the ship combined. Like you can't even really, it can't really be like weight because it's like the volume of all of it. Yeah. To, to really grasp like how big it is, okay? Sheesh. Here are some different little things. You know, cruise ships only last about 25 years. And That's concerning. it's, they need constant cleaning and maintenance. I was also learning that a lot of cruise lines would lose money if people just bought their ticket and then didn't buy anything when they were on the ship. Oh. So I guess the average person spends like $430 once they're on board. And that's how they make their money from like mainstream tickets, not luxury or pr premium cruises. But basically casinos, spas, shopping and mm. drinking are ways for them to make a profit. And that's why a lot of times cruises are really cheap. Yeah. Like tickets can be really to get cheap you on. to get on. They would literally lose money if that's all you did. Wow. But most people just spend yeah. money once they're there. And the like lounges and the casinos and stuff are very thoughtfully placed. Placed. So that you have to walk by them a lot and stuff like that. So that's how they make their money. That's just a little fun fact. Okay. So the big question of why, how is a cruise ship floating on the surface of the water, yet I drop a pebble in the water and it sinks. Yeah. You know, how is that possible? So when a ship is in the ocean, gravity is a constant force on the ship and the water that the ship is in has a constant upward force called a buoyant force, okay. like buoyancy is. So there's, that's kind of part of this thing called the, I think like Archimedes principle. He was a guy that came up with this principle, which is that, this is getting too deep, but whatever. No this, pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Again, no pun intended. That if an object is submerged in a fluid, then the buoyant force acting on it is equal to the weight of the fluid <laughs> displaced by the object. I know that makes no freaking sense. Probably. These are all bringing me back to like unlocking science projects that I did yes. in elementary school or middle school or something where it's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Now. You know, why I'm Applying probably- Applying it to the real world. Why I'm probably so triggered by everyone being like, Emma needs to go to college. I'm like, no, she doesn't. <laughs> probably because I'm a freaking idiot. And me reading this, I'm like- <laughs> What's going on? Like, I need to go back to school. Okay, but to put that lightly, because that to me is like, what are you saying? An example they give is like, when you jump into a swimming pool, your body kind of automatically like floats back up once you jump in. And that is because of the like, 
buoyant force, pushing, force pushing you back up. Gotcha. Like you jump in and your body kind of goes like that. You feel a little bit lighter as you like swim to the surface. And that happens because any object submerged in water experiences an upward force from the water. That's just how it is. So also whether something sinks or floats has a lot to do with the shape of it. And the design, so the design of the ship is like obviously very intentional and very specific. And then something called displacement. So displacement is when an object displaces or pushes aside water. And an example of this would be if you got into a bathtub that was completely full. So when you get in, some of the water spills out. That amount of water that spilled out is exactly equal to the space you took up. You know? Yeah. So one of the secrets to an object being able to float is that it has to displace enough water so that the water it pushes aside, like the ship, mm-hmm. weighs as much as it does. Okay. Okay. And ships are designed to displace as much water as possible. So they're super wide and their bottoms stretch down really, really far. So they push aside a lot of water. That's making me feel scary. And a lot of the ship is hollow, which helps to keep it light compared to the huge amount of water it's displacing. So basically it's all, that's the summary of it. It's like, it's all in the design of the ship. Also, it can't be too top heavy. It can't be too bottom heavy. Like they are very scientifically designed to be floating. I would be concerned if they weren't. Yeah. And then basically it's constantly displacing water. I think as it's moving and maybe when it's just like sitting there as well, so that the water is constantly moving and it's the right amount of water as how much the ship weighs. So it's constantly buoyant. Wow. That's crazy. See, I don't get how people just figure that out. I'm bored. Let's do a little science experiment with a a huge ship. I don't get how you're going to test that one out on a cruise ship that's 200,000 tons. That's pretty big. Like, how did we get here? I know. Did that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. Very good. It's very interesting. It is interesting. Okay, I'm going to get into coding. (laughs) I'm ready. Are you ready? Yes. Nick walked out last night. I started watching these videos and was like reading these things and Nick was putting case to bed and then he walked out and he was like, I was watching this video about coding. He's like, what is happening here? (laughs) Starting a new career. Usually I'm watching like Real Housewives or something. (laughs) Yeah, like I'm starting a new career. I'm creating my own software. Okay, so coding is the process of building software. I think most people kind of know that in this day and age. And I actually think a lot more people do know what coding is but if you don't, like, I actually think it's pretty common to know what it is mm-hmm. and because today is just such a technologically charged world. But if you don't know what it is, you really don't know what it is. Like, it's, it's just one of those things. Like, all you get it or you don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So coding is the process of building software. It's writing. So if when you're writing code, you're writing a precise set of instructions for a computer to follow, mm-hmm. basically. Everything that uses a plug or a battery uses lines of code, which I did not know that. Like every little thing that you plug in, there's code embedded into it. A computer doesn't know what to do. In any given scenario, we have to tell it to do everything. It's like telling someone directions to drive to a location when they don't even know what a car is. So you have to explain how a gas pedal works, what Mm. brakes are, if there's a traffic jam, what to do. Like you have to tell it everything in every scenario. I'm so stressed. I know. So... Computers, how? I know. Computers only know how to function with binary language. And this is where it gets confusing to me. Not confusing. It's like very simple. But what do you mean? Like, what do you mean they know how? Okay, so. (laughs) What do you mean they know how? (laughs) No, so true. Computers only know how to function with binary language. So 
that is it one or a zero. Have you ever seen that? It's just like That's one, one, That's what they were talking zero, about with zero, the Bluetooth. Zero. I didn't even bring it up because I said, what are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? It's called binary language. So they were talking about that with the Bluetooth. Basically one or zero means there's two options, which is actually pretty simple. That's what I mean. Like binary language, I, I think that's the right term, was discovered by a man a long time ago, kind of accidentally. He was making a sewing pattern. Okay, I'm gonna try and explain this the best I can. And he had a little card that he would punch a hole or leave the place like filled in or he would punch a hole. There was either a hole or not a hole. And the needle would either go into the hole when he was sewing something or the needle would hit the card and it couldn't go in. So there's two options. It goes in or it doesn't. And so those are the two instructions. And with that alone, he was able to put the dots, like the holes in certain combinations to create really elaborate patterns. And he could make a lot of, that pattern as well. Like he could do a excessive amount of just by using this little card, basically, that would tell the sewing machine what to do because you can only t tell it to do, you know, the action or not the action. Okay. So that's what like one or zero means. It, and it's like the alphabet for us. If you just look at the alphabet, the, the letters are meaningless. Mm -hmm. But Once then you, you combine can combine them. Yeah. But then you combine them in all these different combinations. You have a book that tells you what to do, all these like very elaborate things. So... There are billions of combinations of one and zero. So that gives us the possibility of having something like Microsoft Word or like iTunes, like these softwares that can do these weird things and look a certain way and, you know, I'm play shook. certain things. So crazy. Like, how does someone figure this out? I don't get it. Coders usually type very specific human instructions, like programming language that are read by a processor. So they type in like, I don't know if you've ever seen code. How it'll be like in kind of like parentheses, like italic. And then it'll yeah. like you do the quotes like, and then you put the words that you want in italic. So that's read by a processor that turns it into binary for the computer no, to read. No, I can't because what's a processor? <laughs> the, the processor just like translates it. I know, but I'm like, that's a whole I other know, invention. Exactly. So the user interacts and it like, if you're just a regular user, you see that you expect, you put in an input, you know, whatever that is, you click something, you tap something. And you expect the output and the code is what happens in between, basically. The audacity I have to like expect, I'm just thinking about how if my computer is slow for one <laughs> yeah. second, I am so annoyed. When I Google something, I'm like, give me the answer immediately. If it takes me three seconds. Yes. The audacity I have to, <laughs> get, be, upset. to get upset, to be annoyed at something taking a while when people have had <laughs> to invent this whole process from scratch, from scratch I, I'm sorry. What it's do you mean? insane. The thing that gets me, what is the computer doing with the one and the zero? Like, what do you mean? Like, it has two options. What are the options? What are it's the options? Either like, and what do you mean it understands? What is it? I guess like computer, not a computer, like a PC. You know how it's like a big kind of cube thing? Like, mm -hmm. has millions of little cards in it that have like one zero one zero. No, I don't understand no. what is it telling the computer though. Like that's what I was trying to kind of figure out. I'm like, I, I'm not going to go there. Like, I'm just going to let that be. But it does give you, a, like you were saying, insight into, I understand bugs now. Like not real bugs, but bugs on a computer. Yeah. Or when, you, when you're doing an <laughs> app or something like that and it's not like clicking or, oh wait, why isn't this turning And how blue, annoying right when I say... How annoying to be the person on the back end trying to figure that out. They're like, I have, I didn't think of that one scenario. So I didn't tell the computer what to do when you do that. You know? Yeah. It's really, really cool. That's why there's so like, 
computer programming is such a huge career. Such a huge because industry. Everything needs it. Everything that has batteries, everything that has that plugs into the wall. Like everything needs coding because everything's computer. So it, it needs people to pro it needs a human to tell it what to do. I'm so grateful for smart people. Seriously. Thank you for making our life it easier. It actually made me be like, that's a very fun career. If you once you get it, because the people that I was listening to talk about it, they were like so out passionate of their mind about it. About it. Yeah. And they're like, you really do feel cool when you're like typing all this out and then the computer I'm sure does you this. do. Mm-hmm. I would feel awesome. Same. I feel so fulfilled. Switches <laughs> <laughs> so my career. Literally. Okay. You guys, the next thing is record players. This because this one. how is that? <laughs> how? <sighs> okay. And I'm not sure this is gonna make much sense. <laughs> but here we go. Okay, so vinyl records are made from a type of plastic. And we can only get so deep here because it's just like it's like you said, with the ones and the zeros, it's like, how can we really make sense of all this? They have small grooves stamped into them, which is essentially the music. Yeah. Like the okay. stamps in the, you know, the little grooves Circles. that are in the, that are on the record is like the music. Okay. Which is already hard to <laughs> comprehend. Okay. Yeah. It makes no sense. So now to read the grooves. The plastic is the music. Got it. Yeah. Plastic is the music and we hear it. <laughs> the end. How Somehow to read? Our ears pick it up from the air, and we from hear the that. electromagnetic waves. <laughs> now to read the groove, grooves, I guess, and then convert them into sound. Every record player has three parts, so it has the needle, which, like yeah, you know, okay. which you put on like the groove. Mm-hmm. It's like the little stylus, and when you put that needle on the groove, well, okay, there's three parts: <laughs> the needle, the cartridge, and the tone arm. Okay, okay? when you put the needle on the groove of the vinyl. It makes the needle vibrate because it's like okay. a groove. Yeah. So it like the needle's kind of starting to vibrate. Okay. Okay. And the cartridge is connected to the needle. So it's like a little, it's hard, It's really hard to not see it visually. I feel like it's easier. I was going to say, when I'm picturing it, even now that you're saying that, I can see where maybe you're going with this. Yeah. If you see a video of it, it's a lot easier to comprehend because it's visual. But basically the needle's attached to like this cartridge and the cartridge has like coils on the left and right side and it has a magnet in the middle. And basically when the needle vibrates, it starts vibrating and it kind of like sends something back to where the magnet is. It sends electrical signals to the tone arm, which the tone arm is like the other part that's connected to the speaker. And basically the tone arm goes to the amplifier and then to the speaker and we hear the music. It's it's kind of just like an instrument, honestly. Yeah, it is because also, is it was so interesting, like, the way that the needle vibrates based on the sound, which that was the part I'm like, but how is the sound on the record? Like, I still don't understand that part, but whatever. The instructions to the sound are on, yes. the, on the record. Yes. Basically, like, as the needle is vibrating, it it and it sends it back to the magnet, like, the magnet either goes to the left, to the left coil, or to the right coil, and that's, like, the different sound. Like, I can't explain it, but, like, yeah. that's, the, that's the what you're hearing yeah. is, like— It's all working together. So the grooves on the record contain the sound waves that were originally recorded by the artist. And then the stylus, which is the little needle, and the tone arm work together to read the grooves and generate an electrical signal. The signal is then amplified through the like Mm -hmm. little amp and converted into sound waves. And that's what the music is. Okay, that makes sense. I think uh, with a lot of these things, the lesson is like some of the things, they just are what they are. And just don't try to, if you try to think too hard about it, that's why I failed chemistry because I just never would just accept that that just is what it is. Because like, well, what if it's not? Like, yeah, what do you why? mean that the mole? Like, what are you talking about? 
sometimes when you just let things be what they are, it's like, oh, the sound waves, they make this. Okay. Okay. I can sleep at night. Yeah. I don't yeah. need to, I don't need to figure How out the grooves contain the sound waves, I don't know, <laughs> but we're not, that's they for a different do. day. They just they do. They just do. Just deal with it. Yeah. One and zeros, they just tell the they computer. just tell the computer, even you though don't we don't know, know what and why. Why the computer knows. Woo! It's actually so fun to learn <laughs> about this stuff. <laughs> I love college. I love school. No, it really, I was telling Chelsea lately that like, it actually does worry me, my retention, which was, it, you know, I think it is actually good to research things and to learn about things like this that are random. Because number one, it's a great conversation starter. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's good to- Fun fact. Yeah, it's a fun fact. It's also good to learn about something random that's like outside of your wheelhouse and then repeat it and teach it. I think that that's actually such a good- yeah. exercise to do in general, just 100%. for your brain. We're, this is an exercise for us, you guys. It is. It's our benefit. No, it really Hope is. Hope you guys are enjoying <laughs> Talk about the talk. Well, now you can go teach other people like, hey, did you know how record player works? Exactly. Um, They're like, still no, because I don't know what the heck you're talking about. Well, buckle the F up for this one because I'm this ready. is the stock market. I'm ready. And should I just go into, you have two more? No, I just have airplanes. Okay, I was going to say, I'll just go into because it kind of is the same. Like I did the national debt and why we can't print more money. Oh, it's not too so crazy, happy to but learn about this. I'll just do it in the same because they all kind of tie together. Okay. Okay. Let me start with this little history lesson. In the 1600s, okay. I think it was the Dutch. I didn't write it down, but they started with trading actual goods like gold, silk, different materials, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And they would, you know, go take ships and go trade these things, these goods. Mm-hmm. And they needed more money to trade more and make more profits. So they would go to private citizens. These people who were selling these goods would go to private citizens and ask them to invest cash and they could have a share or a part of the earnings of what they made from their trades. Okay. Very simple, you know, give me money and I'll give you what we, like I'll split wood, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And so that makes more money for everybody, like an investor. Mm-hmm. So they started, they started realizing they can make so much money for everybody and they started s- selling these shares like crazy. And that's kind of where the idea of the stock market happened. So say you have a new company, there's a new company and it advertises themselves. It goes and it tries to advertise itself to big investors first, like private citizens. They get the those private investors or the big investors, they get the first chance to invest and sponsor the company's like initial public offering. If you ever heard of an IPO, that's an initial public offering. Basically when a a company goes from private where like all of their money is just in private investors or just themselves to public. Now the public can buy shares and the public can own part of that company. So Mm -hmm. that's what an IPO is, is when they launch the company and then people get a like in the public market. So the company launches into the public market and then individuals can be like, oh, I'm going to buy a share and invest too, which makes them partial owners Mm -hmm. and helps the company grow. So that attracts more buyers. Mm -hmm. So it's all perception, really. So if a company comes out and everyone's like, oh, that's awesome. And their share, people are buying more shares, the cost and the value of the share goes up. Right. Which means you can sell it for more money than you bought it. Therefore, that's why you make money. Mm-hmm. Selling the share. Yeah. Once yeah. you sell a share. Yeah. Obviously, it's classic saying like, you don't lose or make money until you actually sell it. Mm-hmm. But your value of that share that you're holding goes up if more people are buying it because more people are seeing higher value in it. Mm-hmm. So then because the price of the share goes up, the value of the whole company goes up. And if you already own a share, yeah, you're making money because the price of your share is also going up. 
And that's what high market value is. When you see that a lot of people are willing to invest in the idea and then also like vice versa happens. If people are like, this is not a good deal. People are selling their Mm -hmm. um, shares. Then the price of your shares are going down and you're losing money. Right. The value is lowering. Mm -hmm. So when you're looking at market value, investors have to consider lots of things. Bad press, maybe new laws, policies, new leadership. This all causes noise every day that people watch. And that's the stock market pretty much is, mm. is how much these companies are changing day to day based on literally public perception. And like, you know, if someone gets a new, if a, a company gets a new CEO and everyone's like, this CEO's, you know, crazy, then maybe their stocks would go down because people start selling their shares like the company is going to go down. I have a feeling. It's literally just like based on feelings of what yeah. people have and what most people feel is going to happen. So if you appear to be losing value to other investors then you actually do lose value because your share price plummets because it's less desirable. It's so weird that it's literally all like, <laughs> not like Perception. made up, but kind it of. It is. It yeah. pretty much is. And that's why it changes every single day. Like people can be really confident one day and everyone's starting to buy it and then the hype makes it literally valuable. And that's why people, like with that crypto stuff that happened a while ago, like I think it was 20, 2020, when people just basically were like, hey, everybody buy, what's it called? What was it? Dogecoin? Dogecoin, or, no, what was like the, not Blockbuster. Oh my gosh, what was it? It's, it was like so iconic. Ethereum? No, it was that, it was like that, that store. It used to be a store. Oh, GameStop. Oh, oh GameStop. GameStop. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Like, I thought you were talking about crypto. Where it's like, buy GameStop and then it'll go up and up and up and everyone just told people to buy it. So because everyone started buying it, the value literally went up and people made so much money. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like it seems like you just make money out of nowhere. So basically the whole point of the stock market now, it actually allows everyday people to invest and build wealth because especially with technology, you know, back in the day, like in the early 2000s or 90s, you see the stock market, like this big room and people are yelling and like calling and you're like, what are they talking about? They're trying to sell. They can't do this on their phone through an app. They have to like, people have to buy in or they have to call people like, hey, do you want to share? Like this company is going to blah, blah, blah. You want to invest. That's weird. That's weird to think of it back then. Yeah. So now it's it's way more online and everybody can do it. That's why like, you know, everyday people can invest a little bit. Like you can invest two pennies and make three pennies and it's more than you had before. You know? Yeah. You can do it like on apps or whatever. And if you, you know, put your money into a company that... Like Amazon back in the day, if you put some money and you bought a share for $1,000, now it can be worth like a million dollars. So you make so much money if you have multiple shares. So I feel like as I was watching this, I was like, this is, uh, we need to educate like the youth of America. Everybody on this because it does seem so overwhelming when, I don't know, it's like even reading this, I'm like, okay, I kind of knew that's kind of what it was. But at the same time, it makes it so much less scary where Mm -hmm. it's like everyday people this is what I mean. I feel like the boys have been like gatekeeping. Like, oh, you're just a girl. You can't understand. Like, no, girls, you can look into the stock market, you know, have a good vibe about a company and try and invest. And, you if know. If anything, we have, we have women's intuition. Exactly. I think we could get, I think we could make some, some good cash. 100%. Stocks themselves uh, is where, uh, okay. So basically a stock is a share that is a type of security that signifies proportionate ownership in the issuing Corporation. This is when I started to be like, okay, you're boring me. This <laughs> yeah. entitled the stockholder to that proportion of the corporation's assets and earnings. That's like the definition. Mm-hmm. So there's two types of stock. You can have preferred stock, which entitles the holder to a fixed dividend whose payment takes priority over common stock dividends. And common stock 
entitles you to dividends that vary in amount and may even be missed depending on the fortunes of the company. But Common allows you to vote, have voting rights for the company. So you can like vote for things like mergers, board members, et cetera. Hmm. Okay. Seems like a lot of work to do that. But. Yeah. Anyways, that's what all I really had on the stock market. Slay. Um, I'm ready to invest. I know, everybody. You can do it. Just get an app. <laughs> yeah. Invest yeah. in the good ones, you know? Like, just start. If you really get into it, I feel like you could have a, you could watch patterns and all that stuff. For sure. And I do feel like, obviously, probably some of it's just rigged by super ultra rich people. But, you know, they were saying like, you know, if you have $5 and you invest $5, you make $10. It's more than you had before. So. For sure. Love okay. It. Really quick, I'm going to do the why we can't print more money. Okay. Gorgeous. Okay. So we have a central bank. The United States says most countries do. That determines how much money is in circulation at any given time. They're the bosses of the money. So why can't they just print more money when everyone's poor and everyone's struggling like in crisis? They definitely can. They could, but it's like a very short-term solution and it can hurt the economy because with more money in circulation, the value of it goes down, which I feel like we all learned in like, right. you know, economics, whatever. So now there's more money out there. Yes. Like they print more money. They're like, okay, we're going to give people more money. But companies could and usually do when this happens. They don't respond by like, oh, we'll buy more things for more people to buy, but we'll keep our prices the same. Usually companies respond to having more buyers because now more people have the money, you know, instead right. of five people at their garage sale, there's 10 people at your garage sale. You know what I mean? So, and they're offering the same amount. So your price, you're going to be like, oh, okay. Prices are going to go yeah, up. Yeah, prices are going to go up. So basically, because people are innately selfish. Mm hmm it can never work. It will never work. Exactly. Specifically in America as well. Exactly. So as a, as a consumer, you can't buy as much with the same amount of money, which is inflation. Yeah. So that's why you can't print more money because inflation happens. And so I guess 2% of inflation a year is like a sign of a healthy economy. Anything more than that is insane and bad. Awesome. Maybe not insane. That's like a little crazy. I'm like, we're doomed. <laughs> but it's not good. And I think ours... I can't remember exactly what ours was since oh, no, 2020. No, 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 no. I'm terrified. Oh, it was saying all these things about 2020 and I got really scared. And also really quickly, the national debt. I'm just going to break this down really quick for you because it kind of goes into this is that, you know how it's like trillions? You always see like, oh, 33 mil trillion dollars in debt. Whatever. Yeah. This is debt held by, I think a lot of people just think it's one country. Like, oh, it's just China or Russia that we owe 33 trillion or however many. Uh -huh. I think it's way more than that. Money too, that's not the case. It's, we owe that money, like 8% of it to China, something other percent to Japan. And then a lot of it actually is debt that's owed to itself. So either like the federal, just like private people or like different government programs, like different things like that. We owe it to ourselves. You lost me there. <laughs> you, we owe the debt to ourselves. I guess it's like, well, it okay. owes, like the whole country owes it's not like everybody's debt accumulated. It's like we owe money to, yeah, just like different government programs or different things like that, like social security or like things like that. Okay. Where basically they're just saying like, it's not just to, we're not like owing. It's not like when you owe the bank your credit card debt and it's like that, that bank can come to you and be like, you need to give me the money now. Yeah. Like, I think that's what people get scared of is that like, a country's going to come. Yeah, like, a country's going to be like, trillion dollars. $50 trillion <laughs> today or you're screwed. Yeah. Like, it's not like that. Okay, interesting. I mean, they could and if it's like gets crazy, I think it's bad. But they're also saying there's no point to having no debt. 
Like you, debt is how. So it's all made up. So everything's made up, and it's kind of just like scary looking. Awesome, but they all. You can also Google what is the national debt, and it will tell you. Like, it's just the amount of money the federal government has borrowed to cover like balances of expenses, like over time. Basically, it's just debt in the world. (laughs) I know. I'm not gonna do my last one because we've been. It's this episode boring. People too long. Yeah, and also I feel like airplanes is the least interesting one. Uh, Isn't airplanes very similar to like the ship? Yeah, it's basically all in the design of the airplane, and like, and isn't there buoyancy in the air? Yeah, ish. There's like three. There's four things: thrust, lift, drag, and weight. And when all four of the forces are working together, it causes the plane to fly. And it's basically, there was like a diagram where it's like, essentially on top of the plane, it's like there's a balloon. And on like the bottom half, there's like an anchor. And then on this part, there's wind blowing. Like it's basically, mm. it's just a balancing yeah. act. Like all of the way that the plane is designed and the everything is designed, it all works together. And also it's not, an airplane is not made of one piece. It's made of many movable parts. And like the wings and everything, like everything's a different piece and they move. And so it's all just like in the design of it. People basically. are so effing smart. I know. That they just created this huge metal thing that can fly. It's insane. And imagine again, imagine that. Imagine being like, let's test this. Like, yeah. what do you mean? All right, hop on board. We're flying you across the ocean. I did want to share one interesting fact. Did you know that the cabin is dimmed upon landing for emergency measures? So really? the reason that like... A lot of people believe you want which to see the fear in me included. Eyes? No, it's like that dimming the cabin is just to help like the ambiance prior to landing. Yeah. And it's like, okay, let's like get exactly. the vibes, right? But really, it's that when it's dark outside, flight attendants will dim the cabin lights so that passengers' eyes can adjust to the darkness so that if there's an emergency, then you can see better. Oh. I'm like, that's wait, scary. I had no idea. Because if it was light and then all of a sudden it went dark, like yeah. our eyes would be not able to adjust. So they want our eyes to get adjusted so that if the plane's going down, we I'm can like spooked. see stuff. I'd like to think it's for the vibes. Same. That it's anyway. like they're being nice because we're taking our eye masks off. And it's like, That's okay. literally what I thought. I yeah. thought they were like, oh, let's get the vibes right. Nope. They're Everyone's trying to prepare us eyes. for a freaking if crash. If we have to see in the dark. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Hope you guys learned a lot. Hope you guys learned a lot from our- I know I did. I know I did too. And learning is fun. I, I liked that. There's many more things that we don't understand. And you guys were writing in the funniest things. You guys are killing me. Like traffic, literally just go. Like <laughs> That so, one, that I would is, love to know. That is so real. People are also saying they're the national debt. Like, who do we owe? Well, literally, your, your you answer know. Was, or your question Yourself. was answered today. They owe you. Yeah, apparently you. It's all made up. <laughs> they owe so. you $50 trillion. Nothing's real. It's all fake. That's the thing. What if we're just living in a fake world? We are. Yeah. All it's all dream. perception. It That's is the all crazy perception. thing. Perception is reality. Terrible. So if you think you're ugly, you are. Exactly. If you think you're a loser, you are. And if you think you're cool, you are. So true. If you think you're amazing, successful, lucky, you are. Modern day Aristotle. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> if you think you're ugly, you are. Put that on my gravestone. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you follow our Instagram if you want to be involved in future episodes. It's at what we said podcast. Again, thank you so much for all the love on our little rebrand. We're really excited about it. And we're going to post some more photos coming up here soon. If you're feeling nice and generous, make sure to give the podcast a rating and review either on the Apple podcast app or the Spotify app. It helps us out a ton. We love you guys so much. And that's That's what what we we said. Bye. Please 
please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.